Welcome everyone to episode 62 of the Missing Pieces podcast. If this is your first time watching or listening, I'd like to know where the heck you've been because this has been going on for a very long time and you've missed out on so much, but I'm glad that you're here. My name's Greg and this is where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind each week. And this week, we've got a little bit of upgrade action happening. I have a new boom arm here, or like a mic arm or whatever, where my microphone's no longer in my shot. And I also got a ring light. So my lighting game is like gone to the next level a little bit more. I'm always trying to learn, always trying to get a little bit better. Slowly but surely, I'm gonna take this from being just like this janky thing that I started with a webcam to being like this like full-blown professional stuff. But I'm just like, I just love doing this. I love having fun with this. And what I also love is giving out thank yous, not only for you being here this week, but also to our new patron that joined us this week, David. Thank you for joining us on Patreon, my friend. Thank you for supporting this podcast. This is brought to you interruption-free. Thanks to David this week. Speaking of this week and my trend of doing epic segues, this week was Thanksgiving week, at least here in the United States. I know some of you that are listening to this probably don't celebrate Thanksgiving, and this means nothing to you. But for us here, Thanksgiving is a time of giving thanks. Man, that's cheesy. Should I start this over again? I had to say it. Thanksgiving is a time to usually get together with your family. This year's, you know, 2020, we've just kind of... I don't even know anymore, honestly. Thank God it's almost done. I'm worried about 2021 now, but Thanksgiving is just a really great time to kind of reflect, appreciate your family, have some time off of work and school, hopefully, shop. That's also like a part of it. It's all tied together, and it's just like a really great time of the year. And this week was awesome for us because Clarkman was off of school, so there was none of that, but... I didn't really use my time very productively. Usually we have a very solid structure to our day and school kind of makes us do that where this time we have to be at a certain place and this time we have to be there and then we try to weave like an adventure in with that. This week it was kind of like an off week. I still filmed a lot of stuff so you'll be seeing some Greg's World vlogs coming up in this next week but it won't be to like the level that you've seen in the previous like... I don't know, nine or 10 weeks or whatever that we've been doing this. Uh, but we did have a lot of fun and I had a lot of fun this week. I actually, uh, I was supposed to be productive. I had like this entire week to clean up the Brickitech studio. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I am a procrastinator at heart. I know some of you out there can relate to this. And I'm like, you know what? I've got lots of time to do that. Why don't I play Fortnite with my friends all the way up until the last minute, which is exactly what I did. We had a lot of fun playing Fortnite. I was trying to get to this level 100, just so I could get this Iron Man skin because I wanted it so bad, and it was like my goal. And I love the idea of trying to achieve a goal. You guys know that if you've been watching this for the last 61 weeks, or now 62 weeks, you know that goals are like a big part of my life, and it's something that I really strive for. So when I'm just jump, jumping into like a, a video game without goals, it's kind of like, meh, you know, if it's a battle royale, if I can't win, it's kind of like, okay, that sucked. But when you have things that you're striving towards, just like in life, it makes it like that much more powerful. So we were getting on there with my friends, and I'm like, I've got to get like 13 levels in the next six days or something like that. And we were just on the grind, and I'm happy to announce that I did that. But then I'm unhappy to announce that on Wednesday morning, my studio was still a giant disaster. So to give you some backstory on the progression of destruction here, last time my studio was cleaned up was August when my nephews came over the last time for his birthday. And they were coming over on Thursday. My nephews were planning to spend the night here, which we'll talk about in a minute. But we're here at Wednesday morning. I spent all this time playing Fortnite, playing with Clark, not really doing the thing that really needed to be done, which was to clean up the, the hellhole that is this place. So I spent literally the entire day Wednesday, and it was also kind of nice because Cody was off that day as well. She had parent-teacher conferences the two days before and an in-service day, so she wasn't home. But she was home with, with Clark, so I was like, all right, entire day, literally going to clean the studio up and get this place looking spectacular. And you know what happened that morning? My friends messaged me. 
and they say, do you want to play Fortnite? And I say, you know, I really can't. I have to clean this place up, but okay. So <laughs> we got on and we played. At this point, I was like level 97. I was feeling good about myself. I still had plenty of time left. So I uh, got off that at like 11 o'clock, and I spent the rest of the day until like 8 o'clock that night literally cleaning up my studio and making it look amazing. And I'm happy to announce that I did it. And it, it's it's phenomenal. I love the way that it looks in here. I found a way to move my tables. And I know in podcasts form, this means nothing to you because you can't see it. But my tables were in like an island over here. And I decided that I was going to move them against the wall and kind of create almost like a, a building table or like a workspace against the wall that I have over here. And I love it. I still have a lot more to do. I want to kind of change my table setup to to white as much as, you know, I make fun of like the white voids and the, the white reviews. White really does show Lego stuff really well. So I'm probably going to be doing that. I might be moving my desk here. I have some other big plans for this wall here as well, which I'll get into in a future episode because that hasn't materialized yet. I don't always want to be an ideas man. I want to be a doer. You know, like there's a lot of times where it's like, hey, I'm going to do this thing or I have this idea to do this and then it doesn't get done. Why don't I just wait on that and I'll be like, here's what I did. And I think that works a lot better. So the time and pressure, which is what is required for me to get something done, was was full on me on Wednesday. And I got it done that night. So when they came over on Thursday for Thanksgiving, the place looked fantastic. And we had a great day that day. It was, uh, I had this, I think I told you guys about me making my first sponsored video. I got this Razor hoverboard from Razor. They messaged me and they said, would you be interested in doing a video on this? And I said, sure, uh, Clark man would love that. And they're like, wait, is he eight years old? I said, no, he's not. And they're like, well, we need kids that like fit into like the guidelines for it. So I was like, okay, my nephews are coming over for Thanksgiving and they would, they used to do uh, like hoverboards. If you don't know what a hoverboard is, it's like a self-balancing scooter that you stand on, you lean forward and it goes forward and back. You've seen them. They were like wildly popular, like I want to say like five years ago, three years ago, somewhere in that range. Uh, so they ended up shipping this out to me. It's like $180 hoverboard. And they paid me to make a video. They wanted 40, like a 45 second video or 40 second video. And I'm like, dude, I'm a vlogger. I'm making a whole vlog about this, like the unboxing and all that. They were totally on board with it. And uh, we shot that on Thursday. Hilarious. There is some stuff that happened in this video. My nephew was, was so funny. Some of it I can't even include because it was, it was too much, but I'm gonna try to chop that down today into making a nice video. There was like a contract that they sent over that I have to sign. I have to send them the video for like approval and stuff, but then they're like paying me for this video. And it's like my first time that I've ever like officially gotten paid to make a video. Little do they know that I would have done it for free. I've been, been like, dude, you wanna send me, a, send me something for free so we can make a video on? I've been happy with like just the content that I can make from that, but man, really cool. So I feel like I'm, I'm an actual professional now. We're moving up in the world. We've got ring lights, we've got microphone arms, and we've gotten paid. Well, not yet. We'll have to see how they feel about the video. They're like, no. <laughs> I will be kind of upset if they were like, yeah, we're not, we can't. But for what they're paying me, like, and the, the audience size that I have, and what it is is like a commercial, I feel like it's, I feel like they're getting a, a great bargain here. But I'm just excited about that. Again, not bragging at all. I Last thing I ever won in these episodes, and I feel like I always have to justify myself, not bragging. Just sometimes, like, cool things happen, and I like to share that. I also share the bad things, too, so, yeah. Should I start this over again? I'm not going to. Anyways, let's talk about, okay, I talked about Fortnite. I talked about all that. I did get to level 100, if you were wondering. If you're on the edge of your seat wondering, did Greg get to level 100 of Fortnite? I did it. My nephew, he was, they, we had, like, a whole gaming setup down here. This is as close to an arcade as it's ever been. We had... My, I was on the PlayStation 4, which is on the TV that's right beside me here. 
my one nephew was on my Mac playing Minecraft with his friends, and then my other nephew was on the TV that you see behind me here playing Xbox. We were playing Fortnite together. We also played Rocket League together, which my nephew just discovered Rocket League and loves it, and he's actually really good at it. Clark Man was playing Minecraft on my iPad, so we had like this whole like LAN party going on down here. And it was awesome, and it felt good because it was a nice, clean space to do it in. We also did VR. My nephew got an Oculus Quest 2, which I have an Oculus Quest 1. And he was trying to show me this thing called VR Chat. And if any of you have heard of it, it's basically like you put your Quest on, which is like a VR headset. And you have, you have two things in your hands, and you know it's like VR, right? It's, it's what you envision when you think of VR. And we ended up going to this VR chat where there's all these other people and you can like walk around and like mingle with them and chat and talk to them. There's no like actual gameplay to this game. It's just like a, a, a virtual reality chat room. And we tried that out and it sucked. It, it sucked. I was looking for like funny people and I was trying to joke around with people, but I got told to F off by like the seven year old kid. A lot of people are just like doing nothing. And it's just like a lot of kids. I need to make like a, a an adult version of VR chat or something, but I just wanted to go on and like joke with people and I was like trying to be funny. Uh, probably, probably failed miserably at that, but we tried that. I also played Beat Saber, which is like the one game that I have for VR. And my nephew is a god at that game. We went through like this one and I like failed in the first two seconds. He's over here like flailing his arms and it was amazing. The kid's, the kid's next level, so. We did a little bit of that, a lot of gaming. We stayed up. I was going to go to bed at like, I was tired at like 10 o'clock. I'm an old man. I get up really early because I have a five-year-old that gets up at six o'clock in the morning. But my nephews kept me up. We started playing Rocket League. I stayed up until three o'clock in the morning. We're playing playing that and just gaming out. And I just love that. I love having my nephews over for that reason. I do feel like our relationship has definitely changed as they've gotten older. Like I feel like I used to be like their hero. I was like their cool uncle that had video games and Lego and stuff like that. And now they're kind of like out of that phase, especially the the older one. And that kind of sucks. But, you know, I feel like it's going to come back around. I like to have a good relationship with them. And, I don't know, it just means a lot to me. Since we, I don't really have a big family. So, like, these these guys are like my... Man, it, they, they could almost be my kids. Like, my nephew Kyle was born when I was... I was like 18? No, I was... Yeah, I was like... I think I was 19 when he was born. So he could be like my son. And he's 16 right now. It's just crazy to think, like, had I started a little bit earlier in the game... I could have, te I technically could have a 16-year-old son right now. It just blows my mind to think that. I'm happy that he's only five. So that was that was Thanksgiving. They let up leaving on Friday, which was Black Friday. If those of you don't know, I mentioned earlier in this episode that like Thanksgiving time is not only a time to eat a lot of food and spend time with your family, watch football. I think is like another thing that that normal people do or some people do. Uh, but it's also time to like shop like crazy because insane deals start happening. And Black Friday this year was was a bit of a disappointment for me. In past years, I've gotten a Nintendo Switch at Black Friday. I've gotten a, a drone at one point. I got a DJI Spark, which I really love. And I just try to get like tech de deals and stuff like that. And the one thing I tried for this year was an Apple Watch. Apple Watch Series 3. Definitely old by today's standards. There's like I think they're on Series 6 right now. And uh, I had an Apple Watch Series 3 the summer of 2019. And I, I really enjoyed it. I love I loved a lot about it. Like I like the fact that I could play podcasts on it, and I, when I was riding my bike or whatever, and have it go to my my headphones. I love the fact that you tracks a lot of things, and you you're more conscious of like how much time have I been standing today? Did I get my rings completed? Like it can become like a whole thing. And I enjoyed that watch until we wore it to Cedar Point, and everything was good at the at the theme park. Like nothing happened there. But when we were driving back to our hotel afterwards, I took my watch off because I felt like the the rubber band or whatever it is, 
it, it I don't know, silicon or whatever it's made of, it was kind of, it kind of aggravates me a little bit. So I took my watch off and I had it on my lap as I'm driving. We get to the hotel about 30 minutes later, it's dark out. I forget that the watch is on my lap. I stand up, the thing goes right to the parking lot. It's done. Whole screen just demolished. And I threw it in the trash can. <laughs> like one, with these watches, unfortunately, like I don't think it's, it's cost effective to try to have a screen like that repaired. So I just threw it away. Someone will probably tell me it's like $10 for a new screen or something, but it sucked. And I haven't had one since. And now like time is irrelevant to me in most cases, but now with Clark man being in school, it's one of those things where I kind of need to know the time and I'm always looking at my, my phone and stuff. So it'd be nice to have an, a watch. And I thought $119 for a series three Apple watch when I paid 229 for it, that'll be great. Walmart had it for that price. And they pulled the PlayStation 5 on me. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. It was, I think it was going live at 7 o'clock on Wednesday or something like that. I remember because I was still cleaning my room and my alarm went off on my phone. So I came over, refreshing the page as I tend to do when these these uh, things are supposed to go on sale. And wouldn't you know it, goes from in stock soon to completely out of stock. The bots and the scalpers and probably everyone else that wanted a cheap watch got in there and got it. So I was pretty pissed about that. Uh, it's just... Insult to injury. Uh, I didn't even try for the PlayStation 5. They're doing the same thing with the PS5, I think, later that night. Didn't even bother. Didn't, nope, you're not getting me again. I've tried like seven times now to get a PlayStation 5 through Walmart. Just You're just wasting your time, so I didn't even bother with that. And other than that, I didn't get much. I have a little list here of things I got. I got a three-month Game Pass card, Game Pass Ultimate for Xbox. It was only $20 for three months. And I told you guys about Game Pass before where it's almost like Netflix of Xbox where you can go on and go through their library of games, you download them, and then you can play them at your at your discretion, and it's pretty cool. So uh, three months of that, usually I think $45, got it for $20. I also got Death Stranded for the PlayStation 4. Feel since I'm getting not getting a PlayStation 5, let's pick up some games that I haven't played for PS4. And that one apparently is an acquired taste, and pe but people like either hate it or love it, and the people that love it have put like, hundreds of hours in this game. I see people talking like 60, 70, 100 hours. And I thought, you know, for $20, I'll give it a shot, right? Like, let's let's see how it is. I don't have much to lose. I also got something. I was looking at slick deals on Thanksgiving night, and I got Clark Man, or actually Santa Claus got Clark Man, this Arma RC truck, a one-tenth scale truck, so it's a sizable one. It was 50% off. It's usually like $120. Got it for 60 bucks. so that'll be something that Santa Claus is going to drop off here Christmas night, I think. And um, that's about it. I didn't really get anything else. The Lego sales. I know some of you guys are probably here for me to talk about Lego. I'm sorry to disappoint you. This, <laughs> this, this is like just kind of like a journal for myself. If this is your first time watching, you probably already left by now, but that's okay. I understand. I ended up getting nothing from Lego. Nothing. Like their Black Friday slash Thanksgiving sale. I called it the Thanksgiving leftovers sale because it was just like the stuff that no one ate during the day. And it's just like, you know, you got some mashed potatoes here with some like cold gravy and all the good meat is gone from the turkey. So you're left with like the gizzards and all that stuff. That's what Lego's sale was. It was just like crap that they put for 20% off. I don't even get excited about 20% off. That's like Walmart prices. That's Amazon prices, 20, the regular prices. You give me 20% off a set, I'm just like, okay. Like, where's the sale at? And there was nothing good, so I didn't buy anything. I didn't even, I, you guys know I love Lego deals. Like, it's a part of my my DNA, like getting stuff on the cheap. I didn't even make any any deal videos. Like, that's how bad it was. And usually I'm like, 
I have to be excited to make these. I can't just be like, hey guys, you know, the wooden minifigure is uh, instead of being $130, he's $129.98. So uh, go ahead and pick that up and thoroughly enjoy it. Now, I, I, I didn't even make a video. I wasn't excited about it. So I didn't. I didn't even do any like Amazon, didn't even do a community post or anything. I, there, there just was nothing for me. I have so much though. That's part of the problem is that I have so much Lego stuff as it is. Some of the stuff that's on sale, I already have. I was kind of jacked to see, I think Steamboat Willie was less than what I bought it for. That's when I start getting mad. I start getting mad when I, when Dealatech goes out and buys stuff and then he sees it for cheaper later. It hurts me on the inside a little bit, but I didn't get anything. I'm curious to see if you guys got anything. If you did, you can leave a comment on here. Did you, did you find anything amazing? Was there something, maybe there was something that you couldn't get on a sale ever and it was 20% off. And I, I respect that. It's just, there was nothing for me. So I didn't get any Lego for Black Friday. Although actually I did. There was, when I made my target order, there was a set on there that was 20% off that I thought Clarky would enjoy. It's the little McLaren uh, Speed Champion set. That's going to be a little throw in for Christmas or his birthday. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but Clark has the unfortunate circumstances of having his birthday a week after Christmas. So December 25th, obviously is Christmas. My birthday is December 28th, which is three days after Christmas, which sucks. But I mentioned this to the Patreon detectors. We talked about this. I, I feel like at the end of December, there's still like some Christmas cheer going on because you know, New Year's Eve is coming up and that's like an awesome time and everyone's still kind of in the zone. But then when January 1st hits, Clark's birthday is January 2nd, by the way. January 1st hits, people are just left empty because now there's nothing to look forward to. You realize it's just like a cold winter awaiting you outside. All of your bills are coming due from your Black Friday purchases that you made or lack thereof. And it's just like, it's it's a sucky time. So to be born the day after after the new year hits is, is kind of a bummer, but we try to make it as, as good as we can for Clark Man. But I will say as a kid that has a birthday right around Christmas, you definitely get ripped off when it comes to your birthday. Like I think your parents typically just pull something from Christmas and they're like, hey, it's your birthday gift. Or you can be like, that thing you really wanted, you didn't get it for Christmas, and then give it to him for for uh, his birthday to kind of like, uh, you know, he's getting fired up a little bit. So I've had that happen with the the White Power Ranger. I think happened Christmas '94. It was a good year. Got the Sega Genesis, baby. It's amazing how you think back to, about Christmas gifts you got. Have you guys ever? And I know some of you are younger, so you probably don't have this experience. But I've gone back through and I've looked at photo albums of like Christmas morning, and you see things sitting by like the Christmas tree that you just un unwrapped or whatever. And it happened to be like one of your favorite toys as a kid that you had years and years of experience with, but it's like that little piece of time right there, this thing was new and you have yet to experience it. But in your mind, you've had all these, these experiences. It's, I love that. That's why I love making these videos. Cause it's like a time capsule. Instead of just having that photo, I can be like, Hey, what was going on in missing pieces 62? What was going on in my life? Oh, I spent a lot of time playing Fortnite and not cleaning. Oh, I was a procrastinator then and I'm a procrastinator now. The pressure of a deadline. I don't know. I just, I really love capturing moments in time, if you guys couldn't tell. And uh, going back in time and looking at Christmas photos. And if you haven't done that, in fact, I would say that you younger folk out there, you youngins, you probably have more of an advantage doing this than anyone because your parents probably had more access to like camera equipment. Uh, like uh, camcorders maybe. They were probably much cheaper than they were in 1989. Uh, they may have had cell phone cameras then or, or just anything, digital cameras. And you took a lot more photos. It wasn't one where you snapped a photo and then waited you know, months to get it developed or whatever. So you could go back and look at the stuff you had and have those memories kind of come back to you. I remember seeing like our cat that we no longer have, of course, in those photos and stuff. And it's just, it's fun stuff to go back to that. I just love reliving that and stuff. But um 
that was Black Friday, and it was it was kind of a bummer. Uh, another thing that happened, I think it was I think it was Black Friday, which was what's today? Today is the November 29th, 2020. Just for reference, so yesterday was 27th. I guess they, Lego did like this big premiere where they uh, revealed the Coliseum and the uh, modular police station. And uh, there's probably some people out there that want to know, is Brickitech buying it on either of these? And the answer to that question is a simple no. No, I'm not buying either of them. Uh, I'll give you the reasons why. First of all, the Coliseum. I don't think it's going to be an enjoyable build whatsoever. I think as a display piece, sure, it's cool. Like, it looks awesome when you have it built. I just have no interest in literally sitting there and putting the same piece on there, you know, 6,000 times or whatever. Exaggeration, but it just it doesn't look fun to me whatsoever. But I understand why people like it. Modular police station, not interested in that one. To me, uh, weakest modular that they put out in years. I still have to get the bookstore on my list. I still have to get the corner garage, both of which I think are better than the police station. I also have assembly square to build in the backlog. I've got the brick bank and I have the Parisian restaurant. So I have three modulars to build and two to get. And all five of those are better than the police station, in my opinion. Again, you can disagree with me, but I just, I'm not really super interested in a in a Lego police station. If I was, I could go get one of any 700 Lego city sets and have a police station. So that's my thoughts on that. I know some of you guys are probably bummed. And it seems like, well, Greg, you have a Lego channel. Shouldn't you be buying all these things? It's like, no, no, I have I have more than enough stuff to keep me happy and to build. I'm not a Lego person that needs to rush out like a lot of these guys and get the set the day it comes out and build it right away because I need that hype on my channel. My channel is not based on sets. It's based on my experience along with my son. And as a result of that, I feel like it puts us in a really great spot where we don't always have to be like stressing over these things, you know, like I have to get the Lego store by 6 a.m. and I have to bring this thing home and I have to like build it within hours so I can shoot a review video and then edit that and then have it out by, you know, as soon as I can because I have to be the first person. Screw all that, dude. I'm over that. I don't do that. I don't live that life. But if you do, I I guess I can respect it. You know, everyone has their own their own interest in grind. And maybe some of these people, they actually really love that life. They love the hunt and the chase because I, I love to hunt too. I love to hunt Lego deals and stuff like that. But new day releases and deals usually don't coincide. Therefore, I'm pretty much out on it, especially when the set's kind of aren't that great, at least in my opinion, on these ones. So that's, is Brickitech buying it? Strong no on those two. Even if a sale comes up, I can't see myself getting either of those sets. Next thing, though, I do have a follow-up on last week. This is going to be the, the biggest topic of this week. So if you're still here, you you, you picked a good time to, to stick around. I want to talk about my Lego parents' discussion from last week and maybe the week before. I had some feedback on this. I talked about, if you guys didn't see that last week's episode, I talked about how I sometimes feel like I'm alone in this space a little bit where Lego is, is mostly for kids. I think we can all agree that. But there are, there are parents out there like myself that really enjoy Lego. And you're raising a kid that maybe likes Lego and you're in this, this experience together. And it's hard to find other people that are like you. They're like to make friends like that. I made the joke last week about being at Walmart and you see another guy looking at Lego and you're like, bro, Lego, you into Lego. And, um, you know, most, most times you probably don't do that just out for me being an introvert and also just trying not to be a weirdo. Cause 98% chance that guy's probably buying for his kid. Uh, so I wanted to create like this space where Lego parents, initially Lego dads and then the and Lego moms were just like adult fans of Lego could get together and like, talk about Lego, non-Lego, basically like missing pieces. We could talk about gaming. We could talk about uh, being a procrastinator. We could talk about uh, the new modulars. We, I mean, we could talk about whatever. And I wanted to create a space for this. And I was like, I wonder if anybody would want to join that. And I have 
a whole bunch of comments I want to share with you. I was it was surprising number of people came out and were like, Greg, I would like to be a part of that. Let's let's go down through these. It's going to be a little bit out of order here with with the uh, listener feedback, but I wanted to share this with you because there are people out there like me, and I'm shocked by that. First of all, we have Sean Bang who says, being a stay-at-home dad in AFOL, I'd love to connect with other parents about our experiences. A Discord would be so great. Boosted Brick says, I'm a brick dad. Let me know if you want help getting Discord set up. I talked about maybe doing a Discord, which we'll talk about here in a second. Scott Schaefer, repeat offender, says, I'm a brick dad. Oh, wait. He says, I'm reading your comment for someone else. Says, I've never done Discord, but I'd be in for a dad slash mom fan of Lego group. We do one at work, which is fun. Joanne says, I'm a Lego mom with an almost five-year-old son from PA. Would love to connect via Discord or other media forms. Me, you, same. We're like same person. Uh, Josh says, Greg, I would be interested in joining a group of Lego dads. 45-year-old dad that just got back into collecting Lego. Love watching your channels and episodes. MJ Bricks says, literally have no real Lego friends. Sad but true. I, I'm i the same way. Like, my friends are real, but I, like, never really met them in real life outside of, like, Lego conventions, which is, like, kind of cool, which is why I think something like this can be valuable. I turned 30 this year. My partner isn't really interested either. All my real-life friends are supportive and think it's cool, but don't have the same passion as me. I love the Lego community. They're great people. I love to be more involved. Andrew says, Greg, I'm just like you. Stay-at-home dad. Our daughter is at school all day, and our son I look after like you do with Clark Man. Me and Andrew are the same person. I build Lego while my son builds his little Lego buildings. I play the odd bit of Fortnite, and that's about it. I don't have many dad friends that are into the same things as me, so I stick to myself mostly. Would love to catch a stream one day, but being in Australia, I seem to miss them all. Well, this, we can connect, my friend. Uh, Seth says, I'm a dad. Two beautiful girls. I'd love to make connections. No one around me is into Lego. I've actually been the guy that is so desperate for an AFOL friend that I have said, bro, Lego. He's talking about my little joke that I that I made last week. Uh, another one uh, is from another watch channel. It says, Greg, I don't know Discord, but I'll figure it out and join. Like your channel before, but this podcast I connect to so much more. With, I connect so much more with you. Sorry for my reading. I apologize. 35, work from home, five-year-old son, and we love Lego. So we're, we're the same people. There's people out there like me. I love this. Building a big Lego land in our basement. There's nothing greater than seeing the joy in his eyes. Sunshine on a rainy brick. Love the name. As a Lego mom, very interested if you decide to go ahead with the group. Juggling being a wife, mom, and home. And Lego can be a challenge. I struggle to balance the amount of time I spend on Lego, but getting there. It would be amazing to chat with other adults about our hobby more. My friends look at me with amusement when I talk Lego. I've been there. Ryan says... Greg, I'm down for the Discord group. I'm a 40-year-old, work-from-home dad. I enjoy gaming and Lego with my kids. I got out of my dark ages when the dad one of my... Wait, when the dad one of my daughter's friends got me back into Lego. Okay, okay. I love to connect with others sharing a similar experience. In future episode, I'd be interested in hearing feedback from other viewers slash listeners on what other hobbies our community members have. I remember last week we talked about the Rubik's Cube and people are into that. Like, I love, I love the idea that we are all like... We're all different, but we all have this common bond, which is like this love of Lego. And some of us, like everyone that I just mentioned here that was interested in a group of, of like-minded people like us that are maybe like me, and it's like you don't have any like real-life friends that are into Lego, or maybe no real-life friends at all, and you're just like, I wanted, I want to be a part of something where there's like people that we can like connect with and chat and like have like a voice chat with or play games with or whatever. And I've desperately wanted to make something like this and I decided last week that a discord would be my best option but then I was trying to figure out like how am I going to manage this because 
I don't want just anyone joining this. And I know if I just did like an open invitation on this channel that it would be flooded with kids, which I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I, I, I love the fact that there's kids that watch this channel and I try to be a role model the best that I can for them. But I wanted a place for, for just us like parents or adults to be. And I was like, maybe what I could do is have people send me like a short video, almost like uh, introducing themselves and saying like why they would want to join. And then I'd be like, okay, you're like a legit adult person <laughs> and I'll send you like a, an invitation. But I was like, no, that seems like a terrible idea because a lot of people, it, a lot of Lego people are introverts, at least I think so. And n not a lot of people like me where you're comfortable putting yourself out there in the way that I am. Even though I'd be the only one watching said video, I know a lot of people would, wouldn't join just because of that reason. They would be like, no, I, I'm like, I can't do a video where I'm like, hey, I'm Bob and I, I'm in Maryland and I'm 36 years old. I have a seven-year-old kid and we love Lego. Here's our Lego table. I don't think a lot of people would be down for that. So I was like, okay, what am, how am I going to do this? Plus the fact that that would be happening all the time. I'd be getting these, these people that are sending me like emailed videos or Instagram videos or some, I don't even know how we would do it, but they'd be sending them all the time and I constantly have to be watching them and approving them and sending people invites. I was like, how am I gonna do this where it's not like a public thing, but I can invite people in in like a very streamlined way that I can somehow verify that they're most likely a, an adult at least. And that's when I remembered, it actually was one of those shower thoughts. I remembered that Patreon has a Discord integration that I've never done before, but have, have been like interested in. Like I've never done anything with Discord. So I watched a seven minute tutorial this morning on how to set it all up. And seven minutes later, I had a Patreon detector Discord server. And all of my Patreon people are now connected to it, which is really cool. And I thought this could be the way. I'd set it so anyone that joins at any tier level, including the $1 tier, which prior to this was just like a thank you for joining, the $1 tier now is access to the, the Patreon Detector Discord. And I think this is gonna be a really great way to kind of filter that and also to make it somewhat automated. I mean, obviously kids could join if you had a credit card or a parent that was like, okay, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have you join this. But again, I would really like this to be more of an adult thing. And this is like the most logical way that I can think to do this without sitting down and like interviewing you under the ring light <laughs> and finding out like what your backstory is. But I, I set it all up. The uh, The link is available. It's patreon.com slash brickitect. If you join at the $1 level, you can join at any level. At the $1 level, you can join and basically it'll, it'll give you directions on how to link your Discord to the Patreon and you're like, you're in. And I thought maybe some of these people would want to. I understand there could be some pushback being that it would cost $1 per month. Or if you do it for like a year, I think there's a 10% discount. So you could do it for like $11 or would it be $10.80? Live math detect. I thought that would be like the best way to do it. I'm ex fully expecting though, this being the internet, I'm fully expecting a whole lot of pushback saying, well, Greg, I'm not gonna pay to join it. I just wanted to do it if it was free. I have a Discord, but I don't wanna do Patreon. I understand that. This is just the, the most, I think, secure way of doing this for me in a way to keep the the trouble out. Saying that, Not saying that kids are trouble, but I, I, I want this to be, like I love the Patreon group that we have. And I've my phone's been blowing up this morning because a lot of people are already connected and we're just like, we're already chatting and I love this because the only way we chatted before was through my Lunch and Lego uh, streams that I did and the Friday night patron streams, which if you join at the $5 level, you would have access to that as well. It's like probably one of the best bargains that, that I have on there. Um, but it's just, it's cool. So we got our Patreon people on there and I would say out of the hundred or so people that are on Patreon, there's 20 people that are like super active. And I think that's gonna be really cool being able to chat with them. And if these 
some of these people that mentioned like they would like to be a part of this, if they join even at that like little, that the $1 tier level at the smallest level, like we're all in there, we're together. And I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what the response is going to be. A lot of times people will be like, yeah, I would totally do that, but then they don't. So I don't know if it's going to be like anyone joining, but I'd be happy just like one person. If there's like one person in this world, it's like, yeah, dude, I, I want to be a part of your, your Lego parents group or whatever, whatever we're calling this. I just call it Patreon detectors at this point. Cause it seems silly for me to have like this community on Patreon and then like to have this community on Discord, like why not have them together? And now I don't have to like, I don't have to have you make a video to, to verify who you are. I don't have to always be checking my email for these videos and accepting you in and stuff. It's just like, you're in, you're in. So I threw that out there. I talked to Mrs. Ricktech about this. I'm like, what do you think about this? Like, do you think this is gonna work? And she's like, well, it seems like the best route. And uh, I, I think that it is, uh, but I hope that's the case. And I hope, again, I hope if, my biggest worry is for people to feel excluded. That's. I don't want that, but like if you're a kid that loves Lego and you're looking for a group, dude, you have it way easier than us adults have it. You could go to school and find kids that love Lego or there's probably teens that are into this stuff and you guys are priority on Discord having chats. This is for us old folks that it, be prior to today didn't even know how to make a Discord server before watching a seven minute Patreon uh, tutorial video, but now has a Discord server and an open invitation for any of my unknown friends, all these people that, are, that would be into it, the people that are like me that are out there, the open invitation is there for them to come in. And I'm getting messages right now. It's cool. It's awesome. Papa Bear just messaged on Instagram, on, uh, not Instagram, on Discord. Oh, this is awesome, man. This is awesome. I'm looking forward to this. So that is like the big thing this week, other than all the Thanksgiving stuff. Got, got, I, have, I, have a Patre or I have a Patreon detector Discord. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. I'm gonna have to figure like things out with it, like uh, what categories and stuff to use and like um, how to do the voice chats and stuff. But I think it could be a really neat thing. So I invite you to join. If you don't want to, I totally understand. I'll probably be talking about it in the future too. Um, and I hope that doesn't get overbearing, but that's just me getting inside my own head. I, every time I speak about something on here, it immediately rushes through my mind. What, how could someone take this negatively? Like I talk about the sponsored video and it's like, oh gosh, I hope I don't come off as bragging because people are gonna be like, I don't know. Sometimes I just gotta put myself out there and not worry about the, the consequences. But those things hurt, they hurt a little bit. Let's get into feedback since we're talking about feedback. This one uh, is from Wabamaster, who's a repeat offender, multiple time caller. He says, another week, another great podcast. This was filled with memories that came flooding back. Me and my brother, me and my three brothers used to pull apart the couch cushions and play Nerf. My mom never liked it because it left pillows, blankets, and parts of the couch in the middle of the room. And all the bullets that we would end up finding months later. I totally agree. No Christmas trees before Thanksgiving. A quick question. Did you see the new police station modular? Yeah. Sore subject. I think it looks great. Okay. You, you like it. I understand. Like these modular dudes, they're like, I need this for my life. I need this in my life. And I get it. It's just, it's not my taste. I, my taste is completely different from yours though in some cases. And if you love something, don't let my opinion of it discourage you from, from going all in on it. Talking about watching movies every night was an easy way to calm things. Okay. Wait, uh, win of the week. He's got a couple things here. Spending time with my family at the beach. Oh, can I go next time? Join the <laughs> join my Discord and send me the address. Thanks. Uh, watching movies every night was a nice way to calm things down. Thanks for another great podcast. As long as you post, we'll be here to watch. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Next one comes from Tracy. Tracy says, in reference to the expert over dabbler question, we had a debate last week whether it's better to be a jack of all trades or an expert in one thing. My theory was to be an expert in one thing because the world needs experts and you can become very successful as an expert in whatever field that you choose to go in. Uh, she says, I would 
say the world needs experts in different things so we don't lose the knowledge that we have. However, as individuals, our experiences and lives are fuller with each new thing we learn and become passionate about. I would rather be a dabbler in most things and an expert in one important thing. Ah, you found a loophole here. An expert in one thing and then a jack of all trades or a dabbler in other things. I agree, it makes you a more well-rounded person because do you ever talk to someone that all they do is like YouTube, for example, and make vlogs and the only thing they can talk about is that thing, which is YouTube and making vlogs and Lego stuff? Talk, <laughs> I'm there and um, although I don't consider myself to be an expert on YouTube, I, uh, I, I do need to become more well-rounded and maybe having like this group will be kind of a, a fun way to do that because it's cool to hear from other people. Uh, next thing comes from, or next feedback comes from Andy. So says, hey Greg, big fan of your channels and podcasts. I listen to your podcast rather than watching them because I figured since it's podcast, it seems better. Yeah, because otherwise you're just stuck looking at me. And this, do you really want this in your life? You can listen to this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you want to take this on the run, you don't have YouTube Premium, you don't want to use your data, download it on Apple Podcasts and be off with yourself. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> I find it very relaxing listening to you while I do other stuff like building Lego or doing chores. That's how I listen to podcasts. I'll tell you how it can be calming too. I had a job interview the other day and arrived an hour early to the location, so I was just sitting in my car listening to your podcast. It actually calmed my nerves down a little before actually walking into the interview. I say you have a good DJ voice for your potential. Well, thank you. That's an honor. I should make a like an episode just for people that are getting like ready for something like that. Like, are you doing something that's stressful? Let's have a nice, calming, relaxing thing, and I can give you like motivational a motivational speech. I'll be like Andy. You're about to go into an interview in one hour. This is very, very specific for one person out there. You got this, man. You're well qualified. You're dressed to impress. You're there early. Go in there. Be yourself. Tell them what you can do for them. Give them a good handshake and walk out of there with the job. You got this, Andy. I believe in you. That would be my, my speech to Andy. If you'd like me to make a speech for you, I'd be happy to uh, make like a weekly episode. I'll, I'll put timestamps for everybody. I'm like, Andy, uh, you're at you're at zero, zero. Uh, Bob, I got you at six minutes, 32 seconds. You're going into uh, your first pro NFL quarterback game. This is, this is how you, I don't know. Should I start this over? I probably should. Anyways, I'm glad that you enjoy the podcast. I'm glad it can be a little relaxing for you. And I hope you got the job. Please, when you find out, please leave a comment in a future episode. I read every single comment that comes through. Tell me if you got the job or not, and then I'm going to take full credit for it because you listened to my podcast beforehand. Not really. It's all you, bro. Next one comes from Landon. It says, Greg, as an adult fan of Lego and a dad of a two-year-old, oh, butchering this. I'm sorry, Landon. I am an adult fan of Lego and a dad of a two-year-old. Okay, now this sentence makes more sense. All of these sentences that I botch, it's on me. It's not on you guys. It's very clearly written here. My wife and I started my daughter with Duplo sets, but it was clear very early that she wanted to play with daddy's Yegos, as she calls them. They're no longer my Lego, but our Lego. When you were speaking about experiencing life with Clark, I shed a tear with you because when my daughter was born, my life changed. Now my goal is to give her the best life experience that she can, that she can possibly have. I can tell that this is your aim with Clark Man as well. Happy to see another dad just doing what he can to love his family and have lots of fun. Life goals, man. Have fun, be good to your family, make your, whatever you have, if you have a daughter, son, 
multiples of those things. Try to give them the best life that you can. Try to be a part of their life. That's that's my goal. I grew up not having that so much. Like I was kind of left on my own, even though I had two parents. Like we didn't spend a lot of time together. Uh, so I try to do the opposite of Clark, man. He's like my little my bud, and I think you you can relate to this. And don't expect your Lego collection to stay whole or to be yours because it will be it'll be taken over by your daughter, and you'll go from being the the builder. Uh, and then uh, she'll end up becoming the builder and you'll be like the minifig putter together. Like the rules completely flip as time goes by. But I'm excited to like, as time goes by for this to be a thing. I look at Brixar, you guys know Brixar is one of my Lego heroes. And I look at the relationship he has with his son who's, who's now basically an adult. And I would love for that to, to happen with us over the years. And I don't see any reason why I won't. So it gives me something to look forward to. And I'm just really, I'm excited for this journey that we're on right now. Next comment comes from, thank you for, for leaving that though. I wish you the best of luck with you and your daughter and, and your Lego collecting journey. Next one comes from Miguel, or Miguel, I'm sorry. He says, oh, this is a this is an interesting one. They have a lab mold coming in 2021 to City Sets, the perfect Roxy Sig Fig. I, I saw your comment and I had to look this up because I've kind of given up on City, but they're in the biggest City Set that's coming out, there is a dog that looks like a chocolate lab. And I'm excited about this because so far Roxy has been a German Shepherd in Lego form. She's always like the brown German Shepherd with like the, the black on her. And I'm excited that there's a lab coming out. So Roxy will have a proper Sig Fig and uh, all, will be, all will be right with the world. Lego, like labs, it's the best dog. Like how can you not, right? Next one, that's probably, right there is the comment that'll trigger everyone. That will be the comment. Labs are not the best, no, I'm just kidding. Next one comes from WV Curls. It says, Christmas tree went up beginning of November. 2020 has been a crazy year and we love, love Christmas season. Just had to go ahead and decorate to brighten up the year. Yeah, I said last week that it should be illegal to have your Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving, but I get that. I understand. Like, you got to have something to look forward to, right? Like, you're just sitting there thinking about 2020. It's like Christmas tree. Look at it. It's beautiful. We're decorating this weekend. In fact, as soon as this podcast is over, we're going to go put the lights on the tree. Uh, but it's after Thanksgiving, so it's legal. Next one. Thank you for the comment, though, uh, WV. Next one comes from Christopher Mitz to Fermitz. He says, Nerf guns, rite of passage with father and sons. My dad would buy me and my brother one every Christmas. He still finds missing darts to this day, long after we moved out and have our own family. My 200 Nerf darts are on the way. I don't know what happened to them. I ordered them. I talked about it last week. Where the heck are my Nerf darts? Hopefully they're coming today because we have like six darts left. Where do they go? I've looked everywhere. They're gone. So yeah, we'll probably have that. I found Nerf darts when the family before us when they were moved out, we were moving in, I found Nerf darts all over the place. So it's a thing, yeah. They'll be here forever. Wait until they go behind the refrigerator. That's the place that you'll find them, you know, 20 years from now or whatever when your fridge dies. Next comment, though. Thanks for commenting, Chris. Next one comes from David. He said, it's not the end of the world, but it's frustrating when I cash in your VIP points and can't even get the Ecto-1 plus double VIP points. Wish they would allow me to at least buy it and wait for it. So disappointed, but not the end of the world. Thanks for the podcast. Cheers, David with a uh, smiley face. I agree. Why are why are new sets out of stock? Why not just put somebody on the waiting list, right? Like, I feel like the same way about the PlayStation 5 with Walmart. Okay, you sold out of what you have. Back orders were anticipated within 60 days. You sold out of those. Make it 90 days. Make it 121 day, 120 days. Tell the person they're not going to get this set for six years, but they're welcome to pre-order it now. Why don't they do that? I'm sure there's an explanation, but like, why not? Why not like with the PlayStation? Be like, okay, Greg, you want a PlayStation 5? The, the bots just bought them all. But if you'd like to get one by like uh, January 30th of 2021, 
you can pre-order it here and we'll put you on the waiting list. Okay, cool, right? Frustrating. So you missed out on your double VIP. Next one, I feel your pain, David. Stay strong, brother. Next one comes from uh, Conlin. He says, hey, Greg, just wondering how this style of channel came about as I'm rather new to the LEGO community as I've just started collecting again. And this seems to be quite an interesting dynamic you have on this channel. I would like to know your thoughts on if Clark makes making content for the channel as much as he does getting his toys and how you think this channel and the styles of videos you will make will progress the older and more mature Clark gets. Keep up the good work. He loves making videos. Like he wants to make videos more than I like making videos. Like it's just, it's this thing we do together and it's awesome that we can share this. How is it going to change as he gets older? I think it's gonna become more of a partnership and you've seen that in the last few years. If you've been around for a long time with us, like the beginning, it was me hosting the channel, Clark Man sitting there maybe playing with a minifig or whatever, you know, not like, not like fully getting into the set, not like fully being into the video. Now you see this dynamic where it's like, we're, he's the builder. I'm like, we're doing live streams, he's the builder on the chatter. Like there's sets he's building off camera that we come back and review later. Like he's he's becoming like one heck of a builder at five years old. And the whole video thing is, I feel, I just, I love it. I love our dynamic. I feel like we make the perfect team. I, he's, the kid has so much personality. It's, it's unbelievable. Like he's just, I don't want to say he's a star, but there's just something about Clark, and I'm super biased here. No one else may agree with this, but there's something about Clark, and I've seen other channels that sometimes have their kids involved. There's something about Clark that's just, it's just special. And uh, I'm very appreciative of that. I'd, I'd love to have him in my life. And how is it going to change over time? Like I mentioned earlier with the, the Brickstar comment, I think it's just going to be more of the same. Like, it's just, it's going to be cool. Like, he comes home from school, we're like, hey, man, you want to build a set together? Yeah. You know, we're both working on, like, UCS sets. I'll probably start buying two of everything so I can build and he can build. Um, but it's just, it, I have so much to look forward to, and I'm, I'm excited about that. But I, I'm glad you found our channel, first of all, and that somehow you survived long enough to not only subscribe, but also to leave a comment on the on the the podcast here and uh, I'm glad that you're you're enjoying the, the little bit of something unique that we're throwing out there because it's it's the only way that I'd want to do it. Next comment though comes from Jibs Lego Hub. It says Greg, feel like you're way too hard on yourself. I feel that way too sometimes. When you say you aren't going to give advice, I'm always a little confused. Don't people listen to this podcast to hear your take on things? And I don't know why you're so bothered when you get emotional on camera. Hope you're not worried that people find you annoying or bothersome. I encourage you to give advice and don't feel bad about shedding a tear or two. Thanks for the podcast. Well, the whole advice thing. I'm going to I'm going there's advice that's coming up here in this next comment, but the whole advice thing is I just feel like I'm in no position to tell you how to live your life or to give you any advice outside of the things I've done and the mistakes I've made. You can learn from that. I can't tell you anything like in your life though that of what you should and shouldn't do, right? Like I can try to motivate you or inspire you. Maybe you can see something that I've done. You're like, yeah, I kind of want to do that too. But like, I always feel really awkward giving advice to people because I don't feel like I'm, I'm really that, I'm not that person. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, who am I in your life? Right? Like you should seek advice from like maybe your parents or like your grandparents or somebody in your life that like you, you really know well and that you respect, I guess maybe like an elder, but maybe if, if I'm that for you, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm happy to give advice where I can. I just, I just don't know how I feel about it because I guess it's, maybe it's like, I feel like an imposter that I should be ejected right now. Um, because I, I don't know, I'm just a regular dude. Like who am I to give advice, but I'm going to do it right now. Anyway, this comes from private joker. He says, Greg, can you talk about careers in the next episode? My choice for a career is to be a firefighter. My mom has discouraged me way too much. This, I, I'm not feeling this. She always says that I can never be in the fire department, police department, or army. I really want your advice on this. 
In school, I've been called a fire truck nerd, which I find funny. There are very few people actually accept that. That's what I want to do. I recently met a very few very cool people on Discord. Hey, interested in the same things I am. I've always wanted to be in the fire department, more specifically the FDNY. A few years ago, my mom really discouraged me and I stopped wanting to be a part of it, but I just put it to the back of my head. I recently got back into it and my mom was not happy. My dad at least accepting of what I want to do. If you give some advice that would make my week, thanks a lot for these amazing videos. Sorry for the long comment. You never apologize for a long comment. Longer the better. You know who needs to apologize here though, is your mom for not encouraging you to follow your dreams. It kills me. It kills me when you have a kid that knows what they want to do in life. Why would you ever discourage them from doing that? It's not up to you whether you accept it or not. Like my kid wants to be a Minecraft streamer. Most parents would be like, no, no, you're going to school, you're getting a real job. I see potential in this. Like I think Clark could, I think Clark could stand to make way more money financially and be way happier being a Minecraft streamer at 18 than he would be if he were to go get a job or go to college. But that's just his circumstance. And that's something that's way off to be a firefighter. That's an honor. Like that's the thing that kids want to be when they grow up. They want to be a police officer. I think maybe your mom is worried because it's a, they're considered dangerous jobs. But if you're passionate about something, there's no reason a parent shouldn't be like, all right, let's go all in. That's the way I've been with Clark, man. He's done things that I haven't been interested in. Thomas and friends, like the, all the train stuff. He was interested. I'm like, all right, let's do this. We're going in. Like there's not a chance I would ever not accept Clark. It's not like you told her you want to be a drug dealer or you want to be a heroin addict or something like that. You told her you want to be a firefighter. I, put this on for your mom. I hope your mom's listening right now because I think you're doing your kid a major disservice by... And this is advice attack coming out, and I have no, I have no right to give your son advice, but there's no reason you should discourage him from doing something he wants to do in his life. Allow him to go in. You never know where life's going to take you, and it's a shame that someone would discourage you from taking the path that you want and take you down somewhere else that you're going to be miserable with, and then realize when you're 50 years old that all you really wanted to be was a firefighter. Instead, you became an accountant because your mom thought that was a safe job. Terrible path to take in life, and mom, you should be ashamed of yourself got a little aggressive there and I apologize, but that's just how I feel. Makes me, I'm very passionate about people following their, their dreams and I'm very upset when people discourage that. Let's go on to the next comment here before I get too angry. Next is Ashley. This is Greg. Great podcast. I think the message to take from this week is that life is precious and fragile. Agreed. We only have a short time in this blue marble that we call home and uh, to do, do what makes you, uh, to do and so do what makes you happy. There is no need for people to be mad or angry, especially about Star Wars joke coming from a huge Star Wars fan. Let's help each other, make each other laugh, enjoy Lego, and live our best lives. Brick detectors roll out. I love that outro. P pardon my terrible reading of that, but I do want to comment on something you said about the Star Wars joke. I, I mentioned last week that someone was upset about us triggering Star Wars detectors, and I went on to explain my side of that. That person then did leave a comment reply and said like he apologized for getting upset and had a really nice nice statement there. And that's why I love having these conversations. Like YouTube comments can sometimes be very toxic. But when someone leaves a comment that is in disagreement with me, I'm fine with that. Like I, I like the conversation that it creates. And like if we can get together and have this conversation where you say how you feel, I say how I feel, maybe we can meet in the middle somewhere. I love that. I love that idea. And I, you have a great point here. Like there's no need to get upset over silly things, right? Like. We've spent so much time worrying about the small stuff. Like, just just let it go, man. And just ah, live your life. I think that's what Ashley was saying here. And I, I, I 
100% back that. So Ashley, thank you for that reminder that we all needed. And on that now, let's go into the wins of the week, which we have a, quite a few of them here. But since you're here with me, let's get into it. This one is from uh, Tracy. It says, my win of the week was finding the perfect starter car for my 16-year-old son. He sacrificed his summer taking care of his sister for me while I worked and felt really great to be able to buy or pay him back for that sacrifice with his own car. It's an older one, but the perfect starter car for a great kid. Yeah, you should only, like, your first car, I wouldn't worry about getting, like, a really nice car for your first one because, one, insurance is super high for 16-year-olds. And two, there, there may be some fender benders here and there. You might hit hit a little something here and there. So start yourself off with something that just gets you from A to B. Maybe go out and get a part-time job and work your way up. And if you want a nicer car, you can certainly do that. Um, Clark, I, I, I listen to Dave Ramsey quite a bit. And on the whole car front, I liked what he did. He did a thing where for every dollar that his kids saved, he matched that to help them buy a car. It gives them some some skin in the game when it comes to purchasing one. But when you do something like that, like he already worked for this. And I, I think he did a great thing there. And I hope he enjoys his car. Next one comes from Thomas. Says, my one of the week is promotion at my job. I also succeeded in ordering a PS5 to be delivered at the beginning of December. What's your secret, Thomas? Are you a bot? Have you, do you create some type of program to make this happen? How did you get a PS5? But anyway, enjoy it. I'm not gonna be better uh, at all. Totally not going to be better. Next one comes from Lizard Eggnog. It says, my one of the week was coming home from college. So refreshing to be home and relax with my family during the holidays. Super excited to get away from the crappy college cafeteria food. You could grease your hair for a year with the amount of grease on a slice of pizza. So looking forward to home cooked meals for the next few weeks. Oh, I felt that in my heart. That felt good. Next one comes from Kelly. It says, I look forward to all your jokes. Please don't stop being you. My one of the week, I wasn't feeling excited about Thanksgiving because my daughter moved to Texas and this is our first holiday without her home. Then it came to our attention that a family friend didn't have anywhere to go on Thanksgiving. So we're all now thankful to celebrate together. I like this. Wins of the week, they just it just feels good reading these, doesn't it? Like are you getting are you getting like the fuzzy feelings inside? I hope you are. Next one comes from Richard Mincy. Subscribe to his channel if you haven't already. It says, Hey Greg. Awesome video once again. I want to take this time to welcome you to the Nerf life. Nerf is a big tradition every year at Christmas in my family. I'm seeing this I'm seeing this happen here. My mom always buys the men in our family a little Nerf gun. Once the presents are done, it's Nerf time. Greg, I know you do your best to keep everybody happy in the comments, but don't stop the inside jokes. It's what makes it great. You do you, man. Finally, my one of the week is making awesome Lego friends in the Lego community. It's a great time uh, talking with new friends through the comments and watching their videos as well. Party on, Greg, man. Oh, I'm so down for a mom and dad group. I like that. I hope to see you there, my friend. Next one comes from James Rolfe, a huge supporter of the channel. Got us into Lego Mario. I don't know whether to thank him or to to hate him for that because it's been an expensive <laughs> it's been an expensive hobby. I think I'm gonna thank him for it though. He says so many moments of this episode made me want to comment. The Lego ordering issue. My wife spent a ton of time trying to order. Most stuff went out of stock almost instantly. Then she got emails that her payment didn't process. Spent over an hour waiting on hold for them to say that they had a system glitch and everything was fine. They gave her five VIP points for the inconvenience. <laughs> five. Yup. My win. My family is COVID free. My kid at kid at my eldest daughter's pre-K had COVID. The school went shut down for three days and deep cleaned, then shut her class down for two weeks. We had to quarantine her, not us, just her, what? For two weeks, uh, but we were so worried. We ended up getting everyone tested. Luckily, everyone was COVID negative after two tests. So we are thankful that everyone's safe and sound, at least this round. Happy Thanksgiving, Greg. We we're hoping you and your family are well and safe this holiday. Thank you, James. Thank you so much. And I'm glad you guys are all healthy too. Just Bricking It has the next comment here. He says, hiya, Greg, longtime listener. 
first time caller. I love that. It says, I just want to tell you about my win of the year and that's finding my love for Lego again and starting a YouTube channel and I could not have done it without you. I got back into Lego properly after watching a video that came to my feed from the Greg's World channel about you and Clark buying the Creeper Mine. I think it's amazing that you and Clark have such an awesome bond and your channel has taught me so many good life lessons, but I think the best one is that nothing lasts forever. So make the most of it while you can. Thanks. I'm not going to get emotional. We only have one more left here. Thank you for, for the comment. I'm Dude, that made my day right there. Like the fact that you got into something because we're into it and we can inspire you. I'm getting the feels. I'm getting the feels. Matt A, send us out here. He says, hey, Greg, last missing pieces of my first episode I've watched and I really enjoyed it. What really hit me was your last words. Try to make this week the best week of your life. And I thought, okay, I can try this out because of the pandemic, I don't have anywhere to go. So I plan to focus on my passion, which is making music. But to make music, I have to learn how to do it. And I'm doing it for a long time, but it's not getting any better because I'm getting distracted a lot. So I thought if I schedule what I'm gonna do day by day and increase my knowledge and skills, maybe by the end of the week, I'm gonna be proud of myself. And I did it. Maybe not all I had planned, but I did take a small step and this small step hopefully is going to make me to another. And I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and start another because or maybe even the best week of my life. Thanks for this advice. I think I'm gonna watch this podcast more often now. It's really instructive. Dude, you're proud of yourself, I'm proud of you. I always tell you guys, one small step for man, one giant leap for your goals. All you have to do is do that little thing. I don't know what your goal is, but you probably have one. What can you do today to get just a little bit closer to that tomorrow? What can you do? What's that little thing? Maybe it's like, you know, I cleaned up my space here. And as much as I did it at the last minute, maybe it was just like picking up this, this little tripod adapter thing. And I'm like, okay, put that in the place where it belongs. And now maybe I'll do another one. And before you know it, the thousands of things that are out of place are in place. Maybe it's like a health journey. I know a lot of us, especially around this time of year, are packing on the pounds, speaking for myself. And uh, maybe you're trying to lose a little bit of weight. What's, what's like the one thing you can do today? Could you not eat a potato chip? It's easy. You don't have to go and just like go all in, just, just a little bit, a little bit. So I encourage all you guys to do that, anyone out there, and for myself as well. And for everyone, I didn't realize that me saying have the best week of your life could have such an impact, but I'm happy that it did. And I encourage you to have the best week of your life this coming week. I know this year has been crap for the most part, but there's these little things that you can cling to, whether it's you're putting your Christmas tree up in September and sitting there and staring at it for four months, or if it's getting an Apple Watch for $119 from Target before the bots get it. Like There's these little things that, that make life happy or give you joy. And you just got to find them and appreciate them. Don't look at the bad stuff. Look at the good stuff. And uh, just keep doing what you love to do. That's my best advice that I could give to you guys. Going to get emotional again. So I want to thank you all for listening in on this week's episode of Missing Pieces. I hope you found something out of this episode that, that was meaningful to you. Uh, if you do want to join the, the Lego Parents Discord group or the Patreon Detector Discord group, the link's down below to do that if you'd like to do that. Um, love to have you over there. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess uh, that's it. If you want to support the podcast, you can, you can leave a comment for next week. I love your feedback, as you can probably already tell. Uh, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can like this video. You can, you can do whatever you want, but just uh, just keep keeping on, man. That's that's my best advice for you, especially around this, this time of year and um, with everything that we've been going through. So on that, thank you for watching, and I hope to find you in the next Missing Pieces. Brick Detectors, roll out.